0: Hello my wonderful, beautiful friends, guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people seem to think that they can have what they want, when they want, because they're special. And in today's episode, guys, a Karen harasses OP, a delivery driver, demanding a free pizza, and it only gets worse from there. Guys, I hope you enjoy the stories today, don't shake your heads too hard, and as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here, we're diving in. So, this just happened. I'm sitting in the food court area of my local mall typing this. I think it belongs here. I was just in the mall bathroom. It's pretty big and I think there's like 8 to 10 stalls in it. When I entered the bathroom, it looked like only one other stall was occupied. I chose a stall randomly and settled in to do my business. That's when I hear the door to the bathroom open and loud clicks from high heels. They stop outside my stall and I'm startled by a loud banging. And then i hear a nasally excuse me i say someone's in here and this is the conversation that ensues the karen says no crap can you hurry i need that stall i say to her uh there's plenty of open stalls karen replies do you think i'm blind i want this one Now hurry up, I have somewhere to be. At this point, I'm honestly a little stumped, so I stutter a bit and say, I'll be out when I'm done. If you're in a hurry, use one of the many empty stalls. That's when Karen gets angry and says, Listen here, I don't like your attitude. This is my stall. I use it every single time I'm here. Now move it. She then shakes the stall and bangs on the door even harder, and now I'm pissed. I scream at her, you need to back up, you can't own a stall in a public bathroom, now leave me alone. She just ignores me, and starts kicking and shaking the door at the same time. I loudly sigh, and I decide to just ignore her. I also decide that I'm going to on purpose sit in the stall longer, even though I'm done with my business. And this psycho continues to hurl insults, kick and shake the door for a solid 5 minutes. Finally, she screams, F you. Eat crap and die. Now, I actually laughed out loud at that one, and she loudly click clacks out of the bathroom door. Some people are straight up psychopaths. Like, who actually thinks they own a specific stall in a mall bathroom? Entitled people, that's who, guys. And honestly, at first, I was thinking that Karen couldn't do her business without being in a specific stall, because you never know. Some people are just like that. I can't pee without being in stall number two. You know, that kind of stuff. But then, oh boy, the amount of comments where people just said that OP was probably in a secret drop-off location for some sort of drugs or something, makes way more sense. With that said though, that's like my worst nightmare guys, like you never want to be doing your business in a public bathroom stall and just have someone continuously banging on the door for 5 minutes. So this may be a long one, it just happened this morning and I'm livid and still trying to calm down. Here's a little disclaimer. I'm not advocating for violence, I'm pointing out how lucky my boyfriend's dad is that I currently don't own a firearm. Because I genuinely thought that we were experiencing a home invasion. So two things that are important to know about me. I'm hard of hearing and I'm a survivor of a violent crime and subsequent stalking. For some context, my boyfriend, who's 28 years old, and his folks, own a coffee shop. But his dad doesn't want to A, listen to anyone else, B, learn how to run a business correctly, or C, pay his son his draw. My boyfriend is largely uninvolved and has talked about being bought out. He's still the administrator on the point-of-sale system, though, because his dad has no desire to actually learn how it works or go through the process to take over the account. The coffee shop drama could be a whole series of posts about how they did us dirty, but perhaps another time. So on this day, we got to bed really late, like 4.30am, which is normal and it wouldn't be an issue as my boyfriend was scheduled for a late shift. As for myself, I'm currently taking time off work to figure out a medical issue. My boyfriend also turns his phone volume off when he goes to bed. This is well known to everyone close to us. He's notoriously hard to get a hold of in the mornings. I only hear my phone if it's right under my pillow and the volume and vibration's up. At 6.25am, I start receiving the following text from my boyfriend's mom, which I did not hear, as I'm asleep. The text says, Sorry to bother you. I need my son to call his dad as soon as possible. His phone's off. At 7.35am, I receive another text, saying, Dad's going to come wake you guys up unless he calls us. And just before 8.30, the dogs start barking as someone tried to open the locked bedroom door. I wake up panicked as whoever it is starts banging on the door loudly. It then stops for a few minutes and then starts up again. No one has said anything at this point. Not me, not my boyfriend, not the intruder. So I get up and go to the closet for the baseball bat and I start kicking myself for thinking that we wouldn't need a gun when my boyfriend had brought it up in the past. At this point, the banging is still continuing, and we're panicked. We wait for it to get quiet while looking at each other trying to formulate a plan of attack. On the count of three, we open the bedroom door to find my boyfriend's dad at the end of the hall. His dad then starts yelling about needing the code for the two-factor authentication for the register. I then start yelling at the dad and my boyfriend, who is just as angry as I am and he has me go back into the bedroom. My boyfriend's dad claims to have been knocking on our front door, but neither dog heard him. My boyfriend gives him the code, tries to explain to him that coming into our house unannounced is a huge violation of trust and boundaries. Dad yells back about needing to get the register working. So my boyfriend kicks him out, and we think that's the end of it. But not two minutes later, I receive another text from his mom. The text says please tell my son to send the new code. We still can't get in. Then we hear the clanging of the metal gates and more pounding on the front door. We go to answer it, and my boyfriend's dad is yelling about needing the new code, and he has a copy of our key in hand. He was clearly going to let himself back in, and I just lost it at this point and yelled, you can't just let yourself into our house. What the F is wrong with you? He then gave more BS about needing to get the register working, and I screamed, my ability to be safe in my own home is more important than your shop. At that, he took particular offense to this, yelling back at me, so you see me as a threat? Am I a threat to you? He then starts laughing, and I try explaining that I've had my home broken into before, and his response was, not by me, so I shouldn't be an issue. He says that over and over again and continues yelling about the shop. That's when I demand the emergency key back, and after yelling a bit more, he shoves it at me. My boyfriend had enough, and yells at me to go back into the bedroom as he'll handle it. I do, because at this point, I'm on the edge of a panic attack. Through the closed bedroom door, I hear more yelling, and after a bit, the door slams. My boyfriend called his mom, saying that dad needed to apologize and that this behavior wasn't acceptable. She then asked him, what does he need to apologize for? We're your parents, we should be allowed in your house anytime we want, why are you angry? My boyfriend then tells her off and she's mortified. And then I get this text from her. At 9.08am, she texts me, I'm sorry to have bothered you so much today, and I'm sorry my husband made such a scene. I have not responded, this man clearly doesn't understand boundaries and doesn't think he needs to be held accountable for anything. He felt entitled to just barge into our house and demand his son fix a text issue. And for the record, yes, I do now in fact see him as a threat. Both of my boyfriend's parents know about my severe PTSD, and we know he won't apologize because he genuinely doesn't see a problem with this behavior. It's time for some serious boundaries and a security system. Oh boy, that's a tough one guys, especially when the boyfriend's parents pulled the We're your parents, not strangers, we should be allowed in your house anytime we want card. Like OP said, boyfriend really needs to step up and set boundaries, or else next time, one of them might get hurt. Personally, I think it's time to take back that key from the parents. Mom, Dad, I love you, but my girlfriend doesn't want you to have a key to our house. It makes her feel really uncomfortable. And hopefully the boyfriend has a backbone and says that to his entitled parents. So this was years ago, and I still chuckle at her nerve and my quick response. On this day, we're waiting at Chick-fil-A. They were busy, and they had lines that were rather distinct. Easily 20 people were in front of this woman. She had, without a doubt, just walked in, and she was the last person in line. I was clearly up at the counter, and the next person in line for this particular line. But there was people waiting for their orders, kids with parents, so it wasn't exactly obvious who was next, and who was served and waiting for their order. The clerk then says out loud, who's next? and the woman at the very back of the store that had just entered chimes in, I'm next. She then begins pushing her way to the clerk with three kids in tow. And I mean pushing, shoving, forcing others out of the way, others who could not have possibly arrived after her. I just looked at her and said, No, I'm next. You aren't next. You're not anywhere close to being next. In fact, you are so far from being next, that you are literally the very last person in line. Literally, every single person in this room is in line before you. And hearing that, people were shocked. And frankly, I was a bit shocked too. I didn't raise my voice, but I definitely used a stern voice to make the announcement. Everyone just stared at her and me. Some were shocked and uncomfortable, and many were smiling and giggling. Hearing me say that, the woman just froze, and she sheepishly said, Oh, I just got back from Europe, and that's how they do things there. I reply, yeah, they haven't invented lines in Europe yet, huh? The clerk gave me my lemonade for free that day. I was never sure if it was out of gratitude for putting her in her place when he wasn't allowed to be rude. Anyways, I thank him profusely either way. And several people thanked me, some saying that they wish they had the guts to say that. And here ends the lesson for the day. Yes, that's how you do it, guys. Always speak up against line cutters. People who think their time is way, way more important than anyone else's. And guys, I'll never forget this one time that this line cutter was embarrassed at Walmart. And this is a true story, guys. Like, the lineup was insane at Walmart this day. And my friend and I were scanning out some items for a barbecue at the self-checkout. That's when one random guy, whom we've never ever seen in our lives, cuts the whole line of like 20 people. He comes up to my self-checkout and he's like, ''Oh, I know these guys. I'm with them.'' The guy then looks at me and he says, ''Let me scan this out.'' And my friend beat me to the punch, guys. My friend says out loud, ''We don't know you, sir.'' And the dude had to do the walk of shame to the back of the line. There was a lot of head shaking guys, but so many people were happy that he was sent to the back of the line. So yeah, entitled people. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. Recently, I was turned to a few subreddits for stories about stupid people and stupid things that happen. And oh boy have I got some stories to tell. This one is more about an idiot trying to get a free handout. First, a little backstory. I had to retire from my profession a few years ago due to some minor health reasons, so I ended up getting a delivery job for a food service. We deliver food from local restaurants and deliver to businesses. I drive an SUV, so I tend to get the larger orders as I have more room in my car. I also have a very good relationship with the police. A few of my family members are in the police force, and I'm familiar with a few of them from backyard barbecues, etc. They've also saved my life and my job in the past, so whenever I see officers somewhere, I offer to pay for their food, or at least thank them for doing their job. This is all important to know. So on this day, I've got a large pickup at a local pizzeria, and it's a big order. Something like 30 pizzas, a bunch of huge salads, and other sides to go with it all. I go into the place and tell them I'm there and they start getting everything ready. That's when I see two uniformed officers waiting in line for their food and offer to pay for it for them. They accept and they're quite thankful for me. I get the food and head back to my car and enters the entitled Karen. I start loading up my car and this woman comes over with a nervous looking daughter in tow. The child's maybe 12 or 13 years old and she seems to not want to be there. Karen then comments, Wow, that's a lot of pizzas you got there. I respond, yeah, it's a delivery for a business. They must be having a party or something. Now, I do want to point out that this is normal when people see the large orders. I continue loading my car with the food, and Karen says, do you think I could have one? Hearing her ask that, I laugh thinking she's joking, because it does happen sometimes, but people are always joking. But in this case, she wasn't joking. I say to her, only if you work at the business, I'm going to. Karen then says, well, could you ask them if I could have one for my daughter? Like, just say a little girl's really hungry, they'll understand. We really want a pizza, but it's just so expensive here. I say to Karen, I'm sorry, but I can't give you any of these, I'm delivering them. Karen says, come on, they won't miss just one pizza. You're gonna say no to my daughter? You've gotta give one to me. At this point, she's starting to get way too close to me, so I ask her to please step back so I can close my trunk, and she reluctantly does. I then go to the side of my car and open the back door to load up the last of my equipment, which is a folding cart and some bungees to keep things tied down. And that's when I hear the trunk open. I look back and Karen's in my trunk and she's starting to open one of the pizza bags. And I yell at her, hey, get out of my car. A bit about me is I'm not a small man. I'm 35 years old, 6 feet tall, and a little heavy set at 260 pounds. The woman's maybe 5 foot 5 and like 100 pounds. I figure that I can just be the large imposing one here and she'll back off. But no, the woman turns on me and she starts screaming at me saying, I just want one. My daughter is hungry and we can't afford one of these. Why are you being so selfish? You don't need to deliver all this. They won't even notice if some food's missing. The woman is still trying to open one of the bags to take a pizza out. I then grab her hand at this point, and I know I shouldn't have, and I pull it off the bag and slam my trunk closed again. And oh boy, this woman loses her lid over this. Karen then screams at me, "'How dare you touch me, you racist a-hole?' Another thing is, I'm pasty white, and she's got dark color to her skin. I wish that didn't matter, but here we are. Karen continues screaming at me, saying, "'I'm going to have you arrested for assault, you racist idiot!' I just stare at her in shock, wondering how she jumped so suddenly from trying to steal my delivery to me assaulting her by pulling her hand away from the food. Karen's daughter is trying to stop her and leave, but she ignores her daughter. When I try to apologize for grabbing her hand, she starts screaming at me. At this point, I just pull out my phone, ready to text my boss saying that I'm going to be late, just knowing that she's going to cause even more delays. Upon seeing my phone, she must have thought I was calling the cops or something, because she suddenly knocks the phone out of my hand and she takes a swing at me. Her swing never connects, her daughter's trying to hide at this point, obviously mortified by what her mom's doing, and she's on the verge of tears. Enter the cops from inside. They heard all the screaming and came to see what was happening, just in time to watch her take a swing at me. The cops say, what's going on? And before I can even explain, Karen's up and rushing over to the cops screaming, this racist attacked me. He threatened my daughter and hit me. These pizzas are for my daughter's birthday party. Hearing her tell the police that, I just stare in disbelief. In the front window of the car is the logo of the company I work for, and I'm wearing a company jacket with the same logo across the back. The cops just stare at me in equal disbelief. They then ask me what's going on, and I explain the situation. Or I get about halfway before Karen starts flipping her lid again and starts calling the cops racist for not doing anything about me. And I do want to note that the cops are black. One officer asked her to remain calm while the other calls for a second car, as this situation seems ready to escalate, and oh boy it does. Karen hears them calling for a second car, and that's when she takes a swing at the cops. Needless to say, she was arrested on the spot. A second car comes, and I'm on the phone with my boss, telling him what's going on. My boss is freaking out about it, the whole time asking if I was alright. I have him talk to the cops, to reassure him that I was fine. But I would be delayed, as they took my statements, and of course I'm pressing charges. All the while, Karen's screaming in the back of the cop car how I'm a racist, for not giving her daughter a pizza. After nearly an hour of delay from all this nonsense, the daughter's grandparents, I assume, came to take her. And I'm finally on the road with the food. My boss told the company that I was dropping the food off at about the delay, but he was short on details. He apparently did say something about me defending their food from some thief, because when I got there, I got praise from some people in the office for valiantly protecting their lunch. It's been a few weeks now, and Karen got charged with assault, assault of an officer, attempted theft, and child endangerment. Hopefully, she'll be spending some time in a cell, and that CPS is gonna handle the daughter. And the best part of it all is the company I was delivering pizzas to said they ordered too many pizzas, so she might have been able to get one. Now that was a wild story, guys, and what an insane escalation that was. Like, it went from I want a free pizza, to screaming that OP was a racist for not letting her steal one from him, and then attacking police and getting arrested. Like, I just feel so bad for that 13-year-old daughter who had to watch, while mom just went completely nutso. Okay. Okay. So, my fiancé, a 28-year-old male, and I, a 30-year-old female, have been together for three years. I used to live close to work and use public transportation, but after I moved into his house, which is quite a ways away from work, I bought myself a car, since I'm a nurse, and also since there's no hospitals close to where we live that I could transfer to. My fiancé's car hasn't been working for close to two months now. It requires so much money to get it fixed, and he refused my financial help when I offered it. Instead, he would always use my car every now and then. And I did agree, as long as it's when I'm not working. And also, since he only uses it for trips to the supermarket, etc. Well, a few weeks ago, he told me that he wants to use my car, to go hang out with his friends and celebrate a friend getting a promotion. But I declined, because I had to cover a night shift and I needed my car to travel to work. He insisted and even suggested that I take the night off or swap shifts with another nurse, but I couldn't do that last minute. I thought he dropped it, but when I went to the shower and got out, I couldn't find him nor my car, and I freaked out. I started calling for half an hour, but he didn't answer me. I tried again until one of his friends picked up, and that's when I demand that he give the phone to my fiancé. But he said they were out and confirmed that he took my car and it's in safe hands. I kept pushing to talk to my fiancé and his friend finally put him on. My fiancé said that it's better I skip my shift and he'll get back with my car later. I couldn't take it, I felt so enraged. I screamed at him, saying that I didn't consent for him to take my car to go hang out with his friends, and I said that I would call police to get it back if he refused to come back with it right now. He didn't take me seriously, so I ended up calling the police, and he and his friends were picked up at the bar where they were hanging out, and were taken to the police department. I got my car from there and still went to my shift. My fiance was let go hours later after I left and he blew up my phone with missed calls and texts how I was out of my mind to call the police on him and put him in this situation. I did not respond, but when I got off work the next day, we got into an argument and he said he couldn't believe that I would do this to him. But I told him he made me do this, to which he responded that I was petty and callous because not only did I ruin the celebration, but all of his friends aren't speaking to him after I put them in this situation. He then kept giving me silence about it. I did consider this a form of theft, especially since he went behind my back after getting a no from me. But he was shocked that I'd even imply that he was a thief, and said, what's yours is mine, vice versa, so I shouldn't be using the terms theft and stealing. So am I the a-hole, Yeah, a lot of people agree that OP is not the a-hole in this situation. Like, I mean, it was a drastic consequence he had to face, but he didn't take OP seriously when she told him to leave her car alone, and he had no permission to take it. Like, in situations like this, you either nip it in the bud like OP did, or for sure he's gonna start testing his limits and pushing boundaries. This person says, not the a-hole. Why are you with a man who can't take care of his own basic needs, and insists that you call off work so he can go party. He's using you and you can do way better. Do not offer financial help to people like this either. He has money to go out with his friends, then he has money for a car. Also, his friends put themselves into this situation by getting into a stolen car. Do you really think that they weren't all sitting around laughing at you before this happened? So yeah, guys, you know the deal. Let me know what you think. Like for sure, it's hard calling the cops on your other half for acting dumb. But if you guys were in Opie's shoes, would you be reporting a stolen car that your significant other took without your permission? And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. I hope you didn't shake your heads too hard. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash I don't work here lady episode where a Karen thinks it's a great idea to mess with a soldier and she regrets it big time. Go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.